This is Charisma Connection. I'm Chris Johnson. I wonder, when you think of missions, what's the picture that comes to mind? Well, if you've been a Christian or part of a church for a long time, you might think of someone who's been to Africa as a doctor or a teacher of English as a second language, and those would be valid callings for sure. But today, there are many ways a believer can pursue becoming a missionary. Dustin Price, my guest today, is executive director of an unusual organization called MAP Global. MAP stands for Ministry Advocacy Partners, and MAP Global supports believers in the calling that God has placed in their heart. Well, he's here to share more about that. Dustin, welcome, and thanks for joining us on Charisma Connection. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Chris, and to the whole Charisma team for for having us on and uh, for reaching out to this special segment of your audience because I think uh, I think they're a really beautiful um, treasure for, for God. Absolutely. Now, you have some overseas and mission experience that prepared you to work in this type of ministry. We'll ask you to tell us about that in a little bit. But first, how is MAP Global different from a traditional missions agency or what you might call a ministry incubator? Sure. That's, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, that is our primary distinctive. Um, in a lot of ways, uh, MAP looks the same um, because we offer missionary support, uh, things like um, member care and uh, donation processing. But the real distinctive, the real difference is that um, our organizational chart, our structure is, is upside down. Um, <clears throat> what I mean by that is a traditional missions agency uh, is usually pretty focused um, on one specific goal or topic, and they recruit uh, they recruit believers, uh, missionaries with a desire to meet a need or to go to another part of the world. Um, and those individuals more or less come on to the organization as employees. And um, a while ago, a long time ago, in fact, uh, fundamentally in my calling, uh, I just really had it impressed upon my heart um, that the Lord, uh, the Lord was really leading the individuals and in cultivating their own individual calling as a treasure in their heart. So, so MAP uh, has been a long journey, and it's a ministry that's basically bottom-up, uh, built from the bottom up to support the individual missionary as the leader of their own ministry and calling. So what that looks like in a practical way is we're not recruiting employees, but rather uh, we're looking for entrepreneurial individuals uh, that we can come and work for. I see. Well, there are some independent missionaries out there. So those are the principal people that you work with? It can be. Um, typically, the, the career missionary or the established missionary who who is the expert in their field um, and says, you know, the Lord's calling us uh, to do a new thing, uh, maybe that our, our organization do doesn't do, uh, and therefore we, we won't be under their covering, or calling us oftentimes to do the same thing, but in, in a country or a place that their organization doesn't work in. Um, and with this type of upside-down structure, uh, we can move with them as the Lord moves them and calls them into into new fields and and and, and honestly keeps His word. 
because he promises that when we're faithful with with little, he'll trust us with more. So our, our callings are always growing and evolving. Well, it sounds like you're quite the pioneer here in this area, especially helping people get into countries that uh, their organization might not work with. Now, what do you mean by your calling is our mission statement? Yeah, I think, you know, that came to uh, us at a board retreat, and um, and it deserves a little unpacking, but uh, it basically goes back to what we were sharing, what I was just sharing in the previous question, which is uh, we're not looking to recruit uh, people that necessarily fit uh, our organizational mission statement, but rather as a uh, evangelical Bible-based uh, Christian organization, we're really looking for other like-minded believers who are under spiritual authority in their local church uh, from their home country. They ha- in other words, they have a pastor, they have a group of people that affirm their calling, and then as they serve, if they serve overseas, they're also in that network and under that spiritual covering of the local uh, church, the, the body of Christ there, a local pastor, other missionaries that have gone before. And as they are following the Lord, um, our mission uh, as Map Global is to make sure that they are healthy, to make sure that um, they are supported uh, back here uh, in the States, and really to be a sounding board for them. Uh, so they can unpack what it looks like uh, for for the Lord to use them in their current season and uh, and communicate that to, to me and our team. And we can really help hold them accountable to that. We can really uh, magnify or multiply their influence by being by being a team uh, in the background to support them. Excellent. So, you have a mission background. Could you talk about that a little bit and tell us how you came to develop and launch Map Global? Yeah, sure. So I became a believer uh, very young, at about 13, and not, not long after, um, I had a very personal um, just experience with the Lord at a, at a youth retreat um, and felt very clearly at about 16 years old that the Lord was calling me to be a missionary. Um, so I said yes, and I didn't know what that meant. Um, so beyond that, I kept asking God for clarification, a people group, uh, a cause, a calling. And right when I went into college, um, I really sensed that the Lord was giving me a specific calling towards the institution of missions itself, uh, towards helping steward that. And at the time, I really didn't know what that meant. I wasn't sure what globalization was. I didn't understand kind of where we were going, but I said yes again to the Lord. So before I ever went out, my wife and I, as traditional missionaries, I, I really had a sense of this responsibility to to steward missions for the next generation. So I would say the seed for Map Global was planted two decades ago. Now, <laughs> when uh, when I left my career and uh, our church in Atlanta uh, rallied behind us and supported us to go be missionaries in China in 2007, I had this the seeds of Map Global hidden in my heart, and I thought, oh boy, here we go. I'm going to get to the real mission field and find out all this stuff that the Lord's been speaking to me for over a decade. 
I'm just, you know, I'm wrong. I'm wet behind the ears. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. Um, as we served uh, for five years in China, um, we just, we got to meet so many great Chinese brothers and sisters, got to work with believers from all over the world. And if anything, um, the Lord refined and magnified this need for a, a ministry that is a lot more agile and mobile and can adapt to the callings of the individual brothers and sisters that I was serving alongside. Well, it's great to have that experience as a traditional missionary and then moving into something a little bit different. How's your Chinese? <laughs> uh, sounds good to me. <laughs> what did you just say? I said I can speak Chinese, but very poorly. Oh, <laughs> and you're very humble, too. <laughs> so how does MAP Global partner with Christians who are in the global church? So MAP Global, in something we discovered uh, in, in creating this model for missionaries, is that the, the model is not actually only for someone who would consider themselves a traditional missionary. In fact, it's for the unique calling of any believer. So whether you're uh, wanting to go uh, respond yes to the Lord to do something internationally, or you're just wanting to say yes to the Lord to do something on Saturdays in your community, this platform has has proven to be um, something that pastors uh, and mission traditional missions agencies alike uh, have have responded very well to, um, quite surprisingly to me, but um, with the case of a pastor, it's, it's been interesting to walk through several different situations where someone in the congregation has a great idea or a great passion for a ministry and keeps going to, to the pastor and saying, you know, the church should do this, the church should do this, and the pastor, as most church staffs, already are overwhelmed and understaffed, and and it's not that they don't want to validate that ministry, but they would really like for the individual congregant to, to take the lead on it. So in most church situations, there's kind of a breakdown there, but when Map Global is added to the equation, we really come along to um, work as a, a, a final ingredient in that equation that helps relieve some of the pressure from the pastor, helps give guidance to the individual Christian who, quite honestly, is the one God is developing that ministry in and, and burdening that person with that ministry. Uh, so we've had uh, quite, uh, quite a lot of positive feedback from churches from all different denominations that, uh, that are just glad to see uh, the, the equipping of the saints. Mm-hmm. Well, you have some partner ministries that you work with. Uh, who do you engage in that area? So uh, right now, we do have kind of uh, three different areas that uh, have emerged naturally over the last few years. Um, <clears throat> we started with traditional missionaries, and uh, we have missionaries who serve all over the world uh, in Hong Kong, um, in Costa Rica, uh, South Africa. 
but then we also have uh, some ministries that, that serve homeless or vets, and they travel seasonally, um, medical ministries. And the, the third category, uh, besides traditional missionaries and um, domestic ministries, is short-term trips. We have several partners who take uh, a short-term trip once a year, but what makes it unique uh, about these partners is they're not going to a missions agency and asking to participate on a trip. These are individuals that were either missionaries years ago and still have relationships back in their country of service, or maybe they met somebody in the U.S. and are wanting to stay in touch with them after that person moved back to their home country. So they come to us and we apply these same principles to help support them and a team of 8 to 15 people they take with them to go visit these other global churches once or twice a year. And it's been really rewarding. That sounds like a wonderful partnership and a way to support uh, churches overseas. Now, tell us about some of the more practical ways that you serve missionaries and leaders of ministry. Sure. Um, Well, again, like a traditional missions agency, we do we have a 501c3, and mm-hmm. um, we provide tax-deductible donate donations uh, that go to our specific partner ministries. Um, but before before that even happens, you know, most of the people that come to us are are experienced or um, have been trying to do it on their own for a while. So we kind of just take stock. Uh, we help go through the ministry development plan with them. We look at what um, the annual budget would be for, you know, a successful first year. Uh, and then after we get through that pro- that part of the onboarding process, um, we we send out a mailing with them with a letter to, to their supporters um, introducing uh, MAP and MAP's ministry uh, and, and them sharing in their own words, you know, what this new season looks like to the people that have been walking with them. Um, after that, it, they they get a representation on our webpage, and um, the platform allows for you know online giving, uh, even recurring donations, which is something very valuable to uh, to full time field workers. And uh, and we stay in touch. Uh, we stay in touch uh, at the pace that the partner ministry uh, requires and, and and sets. Some some need a lot more. Uh, interaction and prayer, and some just need to know that there's somebody in their corner um, that's checking in on a regular basis. So for those who are working with a mission agency, and they can also work with you as well, so teaming up together, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, we're not in competition with traditional missions agencies. Um, and I, I alluded a little earlier, I was surprised at how well, especially the HR people in traditional missions agencies receive uh, MAP Global's partnership, uh, usually because they are in love with their missionaries and they really, they really love the family, but they're, the, the calling in that individual is outside of what they would call the umbrella or you know, the ministry scope of what they do. Uh, so... We have helped uh, missionaries in the field to accomplish um, side projects that maybe their uh, their agency is not um, 
is not in their agency's stated purpose. Um, and then we've also helped them as far as to, to transition to be independents um, and still maintain their covering and, uh, and stay, stay in their field of service as the Lord's changing, changing their, their next season completely. Um, that's really special because I've had countless Skype and FaceTime conversations where families are just crying uh, because they thought that they were going to have to pack up and move home and, and go through all of this process of finding another agency before they found MAP and realized somebody could come alongside them right where they were uh, in their field of service. Yeah, so helpful to have someone on your team during a time of transition. Now, could you give us some examples of some of the people that you're actually working with? Yeah, sure. Um, one of the one of the individuals um, that we're working with is um, a retired um, doctor. Uh, his name is Bob Peterson, and um, he is a domestic ministry. Um, and he uh, he works with people who have had major surgery or some sort of um, medical emergency uh, to come alongside them after the fact and um, help alleviate the financial stress that comes along um, with with those types of life events. His ministry is called Health Advocacy Ministry, and um, he saved uh, real money for a lot of families over the last few years uh, up into the uh, six figures. Um, where he's been able to advocate for people by calling insurance companies, um, by speaking with hospitals on tests, and getting uh, and getting debts debts uh, forgiven in a lot of cases. That's one example um, of maybe a domestic ministry. Sounds very uh, valuable. Yeah, it is, and it's it's really about it's really about individuals adding value, and then and then us you know, holding up their arms so they can do, they can focus on their, their specific area of giftedness and they don't have to worry about, you know, the forensic auditing and the IRS uh, 501c3 filing and the board regulations and all that stuff. So we're able to, uh, we're able to serve them in that way in the background. Um, and I guess I'd, I'd like to give you two examples if that's okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, because that's a domestic ministry, we have another uh, family, uh, very experienced in ministry, that um, knew that they knew that they knew that they were called to Costa Rica to work with youth there. But as they looked around for a good opportunity to serve, they really, they really didn't find a, a great fit. They'd gone on a couple of vision trips and explored the area, and in their own exploration, they realized that there wasn't any great um, Christian education model uh, down there. In other words, a Christian school. And as they prayed through it, uh, they found a model in the U.S. that they could be pioneers to go and launch this school uh, in Costa Rica. Well, that organization wasn't in the business of launching their schools in other countries. Uh, so, enter Map Global, which is the missing ingredient. Um, so, the missionary family were the experts in in identifying the need, 
saying yes to the Lord, establishing relationships locally there, and even finding finding a, a viable solution to take down. Um, but there wasn't already an established uh, missions agency or or role to plug into. So they were able to pioneer in that way, and and it's really been an awesome honor for Map Global to to support them as they've gone. Well, that's a really interesting example, too. Uh, so you're working domestically and overseas. So if anyone would like to learn more about Map Global, where would they go? And if you are, if someone in our audience is not a missionary, but a Christian involved in a church who might want to support some of these people or ministries, how can they do that? Yeah, so... Um so going to the webpage is the easiest way to do that. It's simply mapglobal.org, mapglobal.org. And um, on the webpage, we have it uh, laid out for people who want to support partner ministries or people who would potentially like to uh, explore becoming a partner ministry. Um, and those are two separate tabs at the top. And um, there are a couple of videos as well on the webpage to two to three minute videos that kind of explain a lot of what we've discussed here today. And for this summer um, issue of Charisma Magazine, we're offering a promotional code for half off of application fee if you enter uh, Charisma in the, uh, the code field at the bottom of the application. Ah, very good. Well, as we close, would you like to pray for some people in our audience who may be interested in missions uh, in any capacity, um, whether that be here at home or overseas? Absolutely. It'd be my honor. Thank you, Chris. So, Heavenly Father, um, we do just pause to listen to you. We thank you, uh, Lord, that you're not far off, that you're not distant that we're not having to guess at um, what pleases your heart, but rather we've been adopted and that you've invited us to walk alongside you in this journey. Father, I pray for anyone listening um, who is responding yes to you, but they're not sure exactly what the next steps are. Lord, I just pray that um, as you are stirring them, Lord, in their heart, that you, Holy Spirit, would make their path straight, that you would open the doors for them, that you would show them um, their, uh, their place that you've, that you've designed specifically for them, Lord. And Father, we do thank you that it's not that we have to strive, that we have to um, do anything to serve you as if you needed anything, but rather we get the privilege, Lord, of participating with you um, and, and working with you, Lord God, as, as you make your kingdom come here. So we give you all the praise and all the glory, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Yes, amen. That's a good prayer. Um, many times when we do say yes, we don't know what the next steps are. But I'm glad that Map Global is there and can help in any transitions or opening up new avenues of missions. So it's excellent that uh, the Lord has led you to start this organization, Dustin Price. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having us on, Chris. God bless you. You too. 
I'm Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining us for this visit today on Charisma Connection. And join us at cpnshows.com to find out more about our other podcasts, cpnshows.com. This episode is brought to you by the ebook Revelatory Combat by Ryan Lestrange. Revelatory Combat is a concise look into the prophetic ministry and the partnership between prophets and apostles. It provides clarity for the battle facing the church in this hour. Ryan Lestrange and Charisma Magazine are proud to offer you a year-long subscription of Charisma Magazine, as well as a download of Revelatory Combat for only $20. If you'd like to take part in this offer, be sure to visit combat.charismamag.com or call 1-800-749-6500 and mention the word combat. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.